and welcome to this week's episode of the quest for new inspiration my name is kt mashler and this week i was very excited to sit down with brent weaver who is not only a teacher at k-state university but was also one of my previous babysitters when i was little um basically he was one of the first people that I ever saw really come out. He was the actual first person that I ever saw. I ever saw really come out. I just wanted to sit down with him and kind of talk a little bit about his journey and to have him share just a little bit about his inspirational story. I hope he inspires you as much as he inspires me. Well, hi everyone, my name's Brent Weaver. Um, Katie and I were talking and we're like, I think I've known her since we were kids. Like, I'm pretty sure I, cause I used to babysit her. It's wild and it's awesome to be here. Um, I work as an educator at K-State. Um, and you know, my mission in teaching and kind of life is making spaces that are more accessible, making sure that like barriers are broken down that are in the way for people. So that just overall people feel kind of included. So that's, that's really who I am. I do that through my teaching. I do that through kind of acting in theater and those spaces that I'm into. But for me, it's all about, I want people to feel loved, feel supported. Um, that's what drives me. Heck yeah. Is there a certain thing that kind of inspired you to go down that path? Mm, great question. You know, I think that like the, the big broad thing in general is that when I was growing up, I, I've always known I was gay since I was a very, very small kid. Um, and knowing that, but not feeling like I could be open made me feel not included in lots of spaces. And so now kind of as an almost 30 year old, which is gross to say sometimes, <laughs> you know, just kidding. But um, I'm, I think a lot about how I can make sure others don't feel that same way. Um, and then when I was in college, I was taking an English class when I was just minoring and I wasn't even, and English eventually became my major. Um, and a teacher told me that they thought I'd be a good teacher. <laughs> and that kind of shaped me to think, oh, okay, maybe this can be my path forward um, to accomplish this big thing in my mind that I don't know how to do, which is to make people feel okay and supported. Yeah, I honestly, I've always thought that, I don't know if you maybe told me that once when you were babysitting mm -hmm. me or something, <laughs> that you wanted to be a teacher, but I, I guess I just always saw you in that kind of mindset. But it's weird. yeah. <laughs> it's weird you say that because like, I remember, you know, like playing school with people growing up and yeah. never once did I actually think teaching and then when she said this to me, I was like, well, duh, obviously that's a path that I like. Yes. <laughs> okay. What is something that gives you kind of like the day-to-day -day motivation, like with the world being the way it is, mm -hmm. just trying to keep pushing and keep being so active in your community? Yeah. You know, I think, I mean, like you said, sometimes the world can get you down. Um, and so for me, it's about feeling like I'm holding to that purpose that I described. So like, when I'm doing things that are actively allowing me to make people feel included, um, whether that's like I'm teaching my class and I can see that everyone in the space is like active and involved, that gives me so much inspiration, so much motivation. Or if I'm um, in a theatrical production with a team of people and we all care about each other and we're all kind of fighting for each other to do this thing really well, that also gives me a lot of, lot of motivation. Um, you know, even even writing stuff, um, when I'm doing kind of my own work as a playwright, getting to write things that matter or that represent people, um, 
that, that also gives me so much motivation. So at the end of the day, it's <laughs> making sure I'm holding myself to kind of this purpose that I have found for myself is really what makes me feel that motivation on a daily level. Nice. Okay. Um, who is some like key players that like have inspired you just mm -hmm. like with this path and just like in general? Well, you know, the, the thing that's challenging is that, you know, as I've grown into an adult, whatever that means, <laughs> I try to always surround myself with people that inspire me. So now in the current place I'm at, all of my friends are so inspiring in their pursuit to being really great at the things they do. Um, if I think about like LGBTQ plus kind of inspirations, um, I work with a lot of people who are openly themselves. And that was something that was brand new to me when I started this job. Um, Cause up until the past five years out, but that didn't really mean much. You know, I just kind of, I was myself, my parents knew, um, but I didn't talk about it. Um, but in particular, I have a coworker um, who she is just very authentically herself. And it inspired me so much that now I can talk to my students about my sexuality and it does not feel weird. Um, I can come on a podcast, to talk about sexuality. Like, like it doesn't feel strange to me anymore. And that's largely due to her and her um, positive influence that she had on me. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the podcast, do you have any, you mentioned that your podcast is about like movies and such. Yeah, it do is. Have, do you want to explain it first of all, just for everybody mm -hmm. and then give me a few like movies that are, have some like really strong LGBTQ leads and like inspirational stuff. Ooh, heck yes, I would. <laughs> um, so the, the podcast that I co-host with one of my good friends is called Snartcast. Um, because we're super snarky people, loving but snarky. <laughs> and yeah. so we review TV shows and movies that matter to us. Um, this month, we're actually doing a Pride Month. So we've done like four episodes of kind of LGBTQ-related things. Um, I think the biggest shout-out I'd give is to the one that's going to come out next week. It's going to be our final episode of our season one, which is so cool, um, on the TV show Love, Victor. I don't know if you've heard that. Um, it's amazing and it's the the second season of the show is kind of like victor the main character has come out and so all of season two is about like what next <laughs> you know like now that people know how do you kind of go through this in this um process so that would be one um there's another movie in the same kind of universe of of stuff called love simon they're literally set in the same town um and that movie is great too in terms of representation um yeah, there's a whole lot of things. I'm, I'm sure I'm blanking out on something that was so critical and important, but, but those are the two that come to my mind most. And they're, they're two of my favorite things I've gotten to watch in the past decade. So glad we got to talk about them on the podcast too. Oh, yay. Perfect. I will have to look at those up for sure. Okay. Yeah. Any last piece of advice, whether that is just general mm -hmm. like teacher advice or whether that is someone who is struggling to come out mm -hmm. or even in that mm -hmm. process just figuring things out you got any advice for that oh such a powerful question um i think my my first piece of advice actually is just for everyone in general that will then help anyone who's kind of struggling with their identity which is that like make sure you're always helping people to feel okay to be themselves you know because i think that's that was the biggest barrier for me is you know, we went to the same high school, so we know yeah. our community is maybe not the most accepting of sexualities. Um, I think it's growing a lot. But because of that, I, I knew I was not going to come out in high school. There was no way. And if I had had more people who would have said, you know, that's actually okay, I probably would have come out earlier. So I think we all, as humans, can just be a little bit more 
aware of this and then other people can feel more comfortable being themselves. And then my advice for someone who might be struggling or someone who's recently come out or any of these things is kind of like, um, find your people. Um, it might be your parents. It might be your friends that you currently have, or it might be some new people in your life. But you know, me finding my coworker who is really openly herself was huge for me as a, as a person. Um, and so finding those people that are going to help kind of lift you up and inspire you in, in terms of this way, I think is really powerful. So we can all help people be themselves. And then if we're going through this ourselves, we can find those people that will support us. So those are the two things I think of. Awesome. Thank you. That yeah. was so good. I'm literally going to write some of those things up in my life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me on. It was great catching up with you. And I hope yeah. to hear all the awesome stuff you keep doing in your future. All right. Well, that is it for this week. And I would love to have you tell a friend about this podcast. And you can help me share these inspirational stories by rating and reviewing the quest for new inspiration on Apple podcast or your favorite podcast platform. If you have a question or an inspirational story you'd like to share, you can send them my way. You can send me a message on Instagram at quest for new inspiration or email me at new at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time.